Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Binge Town TV. We are back with spoiler for episode seven and eight of Yellow Jackets. We are almost there, boys. I can feel it. We're almost at all the same page where we could just talk freely with theories, but not quite. So we're here with episode seven, No Compass, and episode eight, The Flight of the Bumblebee which I cannot wait to talk about. But for now, let's do a little housekeeping. The best thing you could do for the pod is hit subscribe. Takes two seconds. Really helps us out. Uh, we would love to just grow the pod and, and keep hanging out with you guys. So hit subscribe. Come back and listen to all of our episodes. Right now, we've got The Last of Us going and Yellow Jacket Season 1, of course, gearing up for Season 2. And we've got Shadow and Bone coming down, which we're excited about. I think we all need to do a quick rewatch of season one Mm -hmm. and The Mandalorian. But in the meantime, you can go back and check all of our stuff we've done. We've got 350 episodes backlogged, and I'm sure you like a bunch of those shows. But today we are here for Yellow Jackets, and these two episodes are absolute bangers with just some explosive things happening so legitimately explosive uh, legitimately so of course it's me and luke as the vets and it's brian and dave as the rooks now i'm gonna throw it to the rooks what are your immediate thoughts my immediate thoughts are my resolve held out i'm not a vet for this episode i know last episode i was talking about potentially watching nine and ten but for the pod i did hold out and it was killer it well it was killing me to not watch nine and 10, especially with the endings that we got from episode eight, but show just continues to just skyrocket itself in my rankings. I fucking love this show. Every episode is such a joy. I'm always on the edge of my seat and I just cannot wait to get into these discussions today. Totally agree. It's just more of the same for me. My instant take of like the two episodes is RIP Laura Lee, but that was like such an amazing scene. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to get into it. One less comedic piece in the, the yeah. show now because no no more fuck you, Laura Lee's. <laughs> yeah. that. I would also like to say that I am proud that I included young Taisa in my top three in the last episode because well maybe a controversial two episodes but i like the two episode sample size as a whole i think the first scene of episode seven is taisa like cutting her hair to the like awesome rock music in the background she's just such a great character and a great leader i appreciate her gusto and just picking a decision and sticking with it and not hearing anything anti that but yeah just 
Sounds great. about sounds yeah. quite up your alley. <laughs> this guy in sports debates. Yeah. Are you kidding me? We'll have to have one sports related binge town episode so that people can see what B Tom's like. <laughs> what he's capable of. <laughs> but anyway, we digress. Luke. Uh yeah, no, these were really fun episodes. And I didn't remember where they were gonna end, but I'm incredibly happy with where it cut off especially well, yeah. with some 2021 stuff that, that is saved out there and then i think my favorite episode involving 1996 is coming up too so like yeah. basically all my favorite things are yet to come and this is just like build up build up build up but yeah like laura lee had a fantastic episode eight i'm gonna praise her when we get to that part yeah. and then yeah more more crazy adam shit and shauna stuff in the in the present timeline i guess that's mostly episode eight but episode seven you mean was- hobby <laughs> you mean hobby and but episode seven was nice seeing the girls squad up and actually like besides plan like do things in present time so that was really fun to see luke and i talked briefly before this that episode seven ends on such a cliffhanger that if we were to have ended on seven and you guys were like to pot on it, you'd be like Van's dead, right? Like hundred yeah. percent Van's oh, dead. Yeah. Absolutely. And damn, I'm glad she's not. We'll get to it, but it, this is a good enough cliffhanger as well. I mean, it's all rise from here and, and it's been all rise. So I'm not worried about it, but we are missing some theories by not doing episode by episode, but luckily for season two, uh, we'll be able to get it episode by episode, which is nice. Mm-hmm. But are we ready to jump in? Because we are going to start with 1996. And the whole first chunk of this is basically Ty picking up where she left off saying, I'm getting the fuck out of here. We're going south. You can come with me or not. I'm leaving. And we kind of open it with the girl's one fighting her some of them are on her side but they're like okay well you can't take our stuff right like there's only certain things you could take i can remember the first time watching it being like don't go don't know you're just gonna like that's so scary see i'm signing up to go with her like i was always on team head south and i you got to go warmer i'm a bitch when it comes to the cold there's no way i'm staying here and waiting it out was there for it i mean there were definitely some clues that should have said no with the you know the dead bear and the markings all around the forest lottie yeah and then lottie just being an absolute nutcase but (laughs) i i think they i would have i agree with you i think i would have went with taisa because i mean they're gonna freeze to death Mm -hmm. like you literally have no other options it's either i guess get eaten or just die by like freezing to death I think they picked the right team. Personally, I would be team cabin, especially really? if the majority of the group was team cabin. I don't think I would diverge from groupthink. It does it does make but, a difference on how many people are traveling. I would agree with that. Bit more numbers. If the, if like a majority of like coach and like a couple others wanted to stay at the cabin, fine. I think I would go south. But if majority was saying I'm staying at the cabin, I would probably stay too then now that you mention it. Because you need a big pack. I would probably also completely overestimate my ability to survive a pacific yeah. northwest winter yeah. <laughs> i would probably die at the cabin that's what i'm saying <laughs> but anyway so they decide she's going to take an axe a compass a flare gun so that's the thing she's going to take it's kind of the extra stuff they have then we go forward and people end up deciding to go with her or not but quickly we have this lottie and laura lee scene where they see this burnt it's the burnt deer yeah and the only there's a piece of bone in there that didn't burn and of course you could just easily just like snap it right off she's mm-hmm. like this yep. is peculiar and it ends up being some kind of like protection amulet which ties savagely steals but do we have anything else to say about that specific scene before it like actually comes into play 
if Lottie in her crazy state of mind is saying use this for protection, I'll probably use it. For yeah, protection. <laughs> yeah. That's all there really I is. I actually already take back my go south. I'm following Lottie wherever she is. Like she's yeah. got the premonitions, and then we find out later this episode they expand on it further. Where Van says she predicted the scandal, she predicted prom queen. She's got powers. Like I'm already yeah. sold, and if I'm Van with that mindset, yeah, I'm never letting go of that necklace. But I'm also not leaving Lottie. It'll just be. I I wonder if they'll ever let us see actually how Ty ended up with that protection amulet because she she mm. she blacks out and then she uh, wakes up and she just has it around her neck. I mean, that's kind of like the think, whole mystery. I feel like Van, like I'm just wondering if like Van willingly gave it to her. No, or maybe no, no, no. she kind of blacked out. She swiped it. Swiped it. Okay. Yeah, for sure. And then just climbed up a tree. Like I feel like what <laughs> they're crazy, bro. Yeah, but. Is that like normal sleepwalk behavior? I feel like there's more at play. Yeah, I'm a chronic sleepwalker and I do not climb trees. That's lady in the tree right in your face. Yeah, (laughs) that is like someone is possessing you for sure. I feel like. Yeah, and speaking of Ty, I mean, as Brian mentioned, Ty cutting all of her hair off, such a badass. I mean, uh, Jasmine Savoy, who is what's her actress name? She has short hair in real life. So hot. She's an adult in real life. I can call her that. I think she's like 28. So she's fine. And Van's like, that's pretty hot, actually. And I'm like, these two, come on. They have good chemistry, too. And previously, we were talking about who Ty might have chemistry with as well. But we'll get there. Okay. Um. So Van decides she's going to go with her. That's number one. Do you guys think she was going as like, I mean, I know she went through the whole New York soft pretzel thing, which was really cute. I don't know. I just feel like it's an impossible decision. And Van was like, she's my girl. I'm going with her. I guess that's my only choice. Like if Ty stayed, I think Van would have stayed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and at the if- time she thought Ty was going alone too. So she wasn't going to let Thaisa go alone. And then Akila and Mira. Mari. <laughs> Mari. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mari. Wow. How about that? Sorry, Mari. And then Misty as well, eventually. And Misty as well. Eventually. Right. Quick scene of Travis wanting to go and Nat kind of saying, please don't. And that was actually the only cute scene between those two in the whole two episodes. Yeah, it gets less cute. (laughs) Um, Good acting moment from Trav there with the teary eyes. I think like in general, uh, like all of his scenes were like such a buzzy. But in this scene, I'm like, uh, he was redone, did really good here. And it's like felt like a good one. And then the rest. I'm I'm not leaving that if I'm him, though. So, no. Yeah. Both the couples did what they were supposed to do and yep. stayed with their significant other. Yeah. Correct. 100%. Yeah. I mean, but he wasn't wrong, right? Like, they need no. a boy. I And that didn't even feel sexist to me at all. I was like, yes, they need a boy. <laughs> Bring the boy. Yeah. You know? Uh, I mean, whatever. His, he laid it out perfectly. I mean, the same thing in Van and Thaisa's relationship. Like, Thaisa might be, like, stronger, like, mentally with, you know, she might have the bigger brain, but Van definitely seems like the stronger of the two. So if is leaving, then Van would want to be that that carrier of the the heavy lifter you know in that relationship yeah there was nothing really else here it's just them all squatting up the misty awkward coach moment was kind of funny funny. but what i wanted to bring up was we kind of went over it was lottie says Mm -hmm. to uh larley right no savan when she gives when she gives her the necklace says watch out for the red smoke and the river of blood and did I miss the red smoke thing? I that was my question as well. I didn't see the yeah. flare gun. Okay, okay, oh, yeah, yeah, I totally yeah, missed that. So, yeah. so obvious, you probably yeah. I just yeah. didn't even okay. I didn't Duh. Okay. I mean, 
as we go on in this episode, specifically when the girls go off, they are buying more and more into the stock of Lottie. And I can't wait to dig into whether or not we like we believe I believe in Lottie. Like I just well, do. I'm like Taisa. I've been believing in Lottie for so long. I'm not just believing her too hard. I think she might go bad yeah. because of how hard I believe. In I her. hope after this little interaction that Taisa can realize that okay, Lottie is definitely special. We should listen to what she says because she was so anti Lottie when they were leaving. And was like, oh, you're believing all of Lottie's like craziness. And it's like, yeah, you should be believing mm-hmm. Lottie's craziness. Funny enough, Van's like, if we were in a scary movie, you'd die for it. She's like, why? Because I'm black. black and she's like, yeah. no, because you're the cynic, girl. And yeah. that's really what it is. And then I was like, cue Scream 5 up because my girl, Jasmine Savoy, is so good in that scary movie. And she... Spoiler alert, does not die first. Badass. You also skipped the quote that was right before that I liked where she, where they, Taisa says, like, if this was a movie, Lottie's the bad guy. Lottie's the villain. Yeah. And, Which is, I guess, yeah. yeah. She got the powers. She has powers, good or bad, whatever they may be. <laughs> All right. So uh, the girls are off. So we'll move to Jackie. We're still on camp. And Jackie is on shauna she is like I, I think it's the the last straw was watching her and taisa's like loving embrace of goodbye and jackie's like what the fuck is this like these two are not friends like what is going on mm-hmm. and this call out was sad and her saying when did you stop wanting me to be your best friend i was like stab in the chest this sucks ass mm-hmm. <laughs> i feel like i have to be the jackie defender because i was oh, reading I'm a jackie like, defender articles from the yell I'm sorry. I was reading articles like from the time people going over it and they were just like, Jackie is getting increasingly more paranoid. And I just thought throughout these entire episodes, she was completely in her bag in this instance, because Sean is completely gaslighting her. Is that the correct use of the term? Gas? I gaslight in my notes. Like, this <laughs> yeah. is textbook definition. Hell yeah. High fives for gas. And also another high five here, too, because the these are the two best episodes of Jackie, I thought, because I'm on your side where yeah. I think that. This is the most empathy I give her for the whole show. And I, I like I'm t- especially for next episode or maybe it's later this episode when she's crying with the journal, oh. like oh. all of this. Now I'm like Team Jackie to the point where I was like, again, it's... questioning how I like, why do I like young Shauna now? But, yeah, like, I was like, fuck, man, I'm going so back and forth between my rewatch and my initial opinions. But as a spectator, it's easy to dismiss her cheating with Jeff, having the affair, whatever, just because we don't really care that much. But like, I think this is the biggest betrayal between any one player on the team mm-hmm. against another. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's tough to like young Shauna, even though she's very likable elsewhere. I still love her. So I'm just yeah, ah, I'm, keeping I, that out I, there. I, can't say that I love her. I really can't because this is like the worst thing anybody's done. And now like I was there my first watch exactly Wait, where you are. Let me just say that when she tells her she's pregnant and Jackie said, how did this happen? And she goes, you know, when a man and a woman, I go, you bitch, you actual, you are joking in this moment when you are actually telling her you're pregnant with her boyfriend's kid. And then you decide to make a joke. I was like, that is a wild choice. Well, no, because it's Randy's kid. It's yeah, it's Randy's Randy. There was like a solid three second at least pause before she gave a name, and I was begging in my head to just say Jeff. And well, she, like, and she didn't, so that's just fueling. Yeah, true, <laughs> Hefe. Here's the thing I can't understand about Shauna is you're two months deep into a plane crash, like horrible situation, like 
what is the difference if they cheated on a high school boyfriend? Like, it's so insignificant after two months of just being in survival mode. And, like, the longer she keeps the secret, it's going to come out eventually. Like, why don't you just tell well, her? Well, girl? that's the thing is it doesn't. Oh she God. also doesn't. It adds nothing. So there's no need to just add that extra layer of awkwardness. Well, once she found out she's pregnant. Yeah, I'm saying there's no need to say that it's Jeff's kid. What's the what's the point? I yeah, that, I'm on Luke's team. That's fine. I, I'm just I'm jumping the gun here a little bit because when Shauna confronts Jackie about telling everyone that she's pregnant, I'm like she did the right thing. Honestly, like people needed to know that. Well, she hold on that that has boy. more layers than just yeah, I know. saying that. Yeah, yeah, we're getting there when we get there. But I'm just saying that that kind of fuels into what we're talking about with Shauna kind of just being the bitch. Like she. Like you should have told everybody, regardless of yes, the Jeff thing. Yeah, that I is agree with such that. Such an important, besides Coach's leg, that is definitely the biggest priority yep. at yeah. this moment. Mm-hmm. Well, and Van's face, but well, okay, ne- yeah, 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 going into eight, it's Van's face. <laughs> yeah. So, next scene is them actually talking about the conception, the fake conception, and when Shauna actually picks a night, she thinks she's being smart, but I'm like, don't pinpoint a night, make it vague, be mm. vague, mm-hmm. like don't, because then she's like. Are you sure Randy was like puking up a storm that night and honestly Shauna's response of being like yeah I guess we were both too lit you know what I mean I get it but I'm like don't be too specific girl like you would have told her before you have to like if you're gonna lie you have to really think it through and like come up with why you wouldn't have told her to get away with this you have to be a good liar which yeah. it is evident Shauna is incapable of doing she, she becomes good by 2021 well <laughs> questionably Okay, yeah. We're a hop, skip, and a splash away from 2021 and 1996. So, yeah. <laughs> um, But yeah, so we'll leave them there for now. But we have another Nat and Trav awkward sex encounter. Like, they, we, I could count them. Like, there's too many. It's too many. Yeah, too I many. want, when she's like, I want you so bad, and he just like, recoils. I'm like, no. Travis is such a bitch, dude. <laughs> well, like, you gotta remember, he's like, what a 17 year old virgin and she's i don't know (laughs) she's not handling it very like kindly or Mm -hmm. like i don't know yeah i mean i it's tough to watch for both parties involved because she wants him to be more experienced which he clearly just isn't and she's we've all seen like she's gonna slow down i would say we are seeing more of ruthless kidnap than like that matches her adult personality that's really ruthless yeah more so in the la- in the latter season than actually like i think people were like wow like what an escalation but now you're actually seeing she could be savage like some of the shit she says to travis i'm like you're just being over the she top he hasn't sniffed my top three since episode four yeah and i will say well they're gonna have another conversation later but i thought travis was the one that was being a little too extra with like some of the low blows he was giving back because what are you gonna do body count who the fuck cares we'll, we'll yeah. get to the jackie part yeah, okay, and okay sure 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 discuss that so, okay the only other thing that we have before the we can switch over to the squad that's heading south is shauna having this javi moment yeah. this is really the most Anytime Javi's having moments, it's some way. Mean con- Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. It's just some way connected <laughs> to Shauna. But what, what, he's just trying to get a knife to to make a little art project, which is turns out to be a wolf that he gives to her later. More important so thing cute. here is Shauna realized her journal was too out in the open, and she puts everything in that, so she hides it. That's that's like the key for what transpires later, because I think the next thing we see is Jackie actually finds it. 
and she's reading it that night. I can't and Shauna doesn't know it's gone. She's out by the fire by herself, whatever, crying. And holy shit, man, that that's got to be a lot. I can't believe she put s- such deep personal shit in that journal that she just leaves hanging around. Yeah, that's let me, insane. Let me just say before we get into the the actual diary stuff that Javi slash Adam just loves going through Shauna's shit because we get the backpack. He's going through the backpack and then obviously in the end of eight or whatever it is, goes through the safe. So this guy, <laughs> the connections are there, man. This little thief, little weirdo, not like in a horrible way. I think he has a great line whenever he's like borderline stalking Shauna in 2021, where he sums it up perfectly. It's like, yeah, long enough that it's a little weird, but not like creepy. Stalker, yeah, <laughs> yeah not, not stalker, stalker weird. Quick calculation. If he was at, if he graduated from Pratt in 07 or 08, is, Pratt is undergrad art schools. Anyway, does that match? So if those girls were seniors in 1996, Javi, could Javi have been 10 years younger than them? He's not eight. I, uh, are they supposed to be 16 or 18? No, it could be like 16 or 17, right? I had right. this. You're I think right. the girls are supposed to be around 42. No. 40 to 42 in 2021. So Javi, how old do we think Adam looks? Probably 30, 30s. 30, yeah. Javi only seems to be like four or five years tops younger than the girls in 96. So Adam... Needs to be within five years tops of the girls to make this line up. And Shauna's whole thing is he's like, I'm seeing a younger man. That wouldn't be like 37 year old. If you're 41, that would be like a 20. Yeah, that'd be like someone my age. You're right. You're right. It does make sense because if you graduate college in 07, like she says, subtract four years, which is um, 2003. That means they're six years, six or seven years younger than than him so maybe he's not 10 yeah he's i don't think that matt that i wonder if these chumps even know if he's hobby (laughs) or vets i'm just doing math that was given to us via the episode script god now we're talking about this math and i'm like oh maybe adam's not hobby we're sticking true to it the biggest hurdle right now yeah we'll stick it on ice for later okay so the nomad girls. These girls are ripping. We already talked about the horror movie stuff. I love it. I love it. So quickly, Lottie did predict prom queen and the Jenkins scandal. Mm-hmm. So not only is she predicting terrible, awful things, but she's predicting funny things or good things. Like Brian said, the situation around her is bad. So her premonitions are bad. But if she's just in high school living her life, she's guessing prom queens and shit, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yeah. This reminds me of how like Harry Potter's signs of magic showed because like Aunt Petunia gave him a horrible haircut and then and like he, he went to school and it was just like normal when he woke up mm-hmm. she's but- so interesting man I I said it before I'll say it again she's been like my favorite part to really hone in and pay attention to on my rewatch yeah. so I would think that you guys would feel the same because you have no idea in the first four episodes that this girl's gonna have premonitions and powers and maybe I'm not confirming that but I'm just saying like it makes you hone in on her and she's just She's great. She's a really fun character. They did a great job of making it very subtle that there was something, especially with just the medication itself, just emphasizing that like there was I'm glad that they showed us those small clips of her packing the medication, you know, taking the medication, because, you know, if they hadn't shown that stuff, then this all would have felt like it came out of nowhere. But because we have that those small moments. It makes it all more worthwhile when we find out that she does have. Power. And I am just being honest. I, I miss that line about Van saying she she predicted the prom queen um, the first time I watched it. 
Like yeah. the second time I was taking notes and stuff and paying attention. I was like, damn, how did I just miss that? Mm-hmm. You miss some of these little moments that really make a difference when you guys go back and watch, which I'm sure you'll do. Yeah. So again, quick scene van on their first night, which they survived the night vans out here being hilarious. She's telling stories and they hear wolves foreshadowing out the ass. I mean, wolves have been kind of the dangerous thing this whole season Ty is seeing them. I guess this is probably why Ty is seeing them and is haunted by wolves, right? She mm-hmm. Later in episode eight, you'll see her just haunted by the fact that she fucked it up. She let the fire go out. You know, she was supposed to take the first watch. She sleeps, walk into a tree, you know, and it happens. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so next day they encounter the quote unquote Red Sea. Now, Ty is like headstrong saying, listen, all these things can be explained away. Misty says the iron deposit. The co- compass is losing her mind. It's the iron. Mm-hmm. So, again, the fire comes later with the gun. But I don't know. They're just, like, really buying into Lottie's premonitions. And I would be team, fuck, let's get the fuck out of here as well. Yeah, the moment I see that that river, I'm like, yeah. she said she was speaking the truth back there. Let's yeah. get the fuck home. And then, of course, Thais is like, no, we're pressing on. And everyone else is so... I was going to say beta, but that's definitely not like a PC term. <laughs> it's kind of beta. I don't like, think Misty was ever going to go back. PC no, it's totally like PC. It's fine. fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, just beta moves by just them. Once I got the confirmation, that's all I needed. But it's just like them just succumbing to Thais's overwhelming presence. And they should have not done that. And just Van would have had to be the one to stand yeah. up. But she didn't. And she didn't because she's into tying kind of has already put her faith into Ty completely. She's in, and once Ty doubles down, she's like, well, I'm betting on Ty to get us through this. I will say, Ty also fucked him over by saying, oh, the wolves are pretty far away. We don't have to worry about that. Because she couldn't have been more wrong about how far away they were. But that was the first night, right? Yeah, but still. No, no, I agree. I agree. Question, though. uh, I just... And I don't remember. Does Misty say anything about decide wanting to go back or not? Because I know the other everyone else is down to say, let's go back. Taisa wants to go forward. Did Misty? She didn't say anything about what side, right? She mostly had facial expressions that made me think she was in to go back. That, but she never explicitly yeah. says she that. never says anything, yeah, right? Yeah. I remember because she seems the one that would be the least likely to like care about. The premonitions and stuff besides Thaisa yeah, in that, especially in that science, group. But... She seems more sciencey than yeah. anyone else. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, she, I don't think she ever makes that explicit. And okay. she does just kind of say like, people are asking her questions about, could that happen? Like with the iron, like, could that show in the water? And she's like, maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. she's not even confident herself so mystery just or mystery i was gonna say misty <laughs> watches discovery channel a lot like how does she know this shit does yeah, she just pay yeah. attention in science class like Genius. what the fuck i don't know anything she knows and little tangent here other podcasts here if, if you guys haven't heard our other shows and our other coverages one of the other binge town members kyle is in the middle of watching yellow jackets now he's a misty fan right off the bat yeah, after two episodes yeah yeah <laughs> uh so let's take let's finish out the rest of the south squad here because yeah, like two more scenes. uh <laughs> no uh i mean that we've talked about her sleepwalking into the tree and stuff and they just hear the screams it's it's wild that the, the rest of the girls have these like kind of torches to like get the wolves at least keep them at bay van is just getting like thrown around by this wolf and then ty fucking beats the shit out of this wolf i was like bring that wolf home for dinner yes. can you eat wolf? honestly holy shit that's a great idea like, oh, even if thing you, that ate me even if you can't eat wolf you might as well fucking try to eat a wolf yeah. 
Oh, you can eat wolf if you're hungry enough. You can, yeah. yeah. People if you're hungry. Well, it's going to be some pretty tenderized meat because Thaisa got in there with that axe before completely whiffing with the flare gun. Yeah. Might I add, but okay, Ty. So let's lump in the rest of it too. Yeah. Like the episode two stuff where mm-hmm. Van, okay, you see her dying. The episode kicks off just following directly the aftermath of that. And she's already in the process of being cremated. And she has that weird oh green vision, which is something i saw a comment on reddit about that i'm i'm willing to discuss but i want you guys take on what was going on there it seems similar to what lottie saw when she was underwater and kind of laura lee's face turned into just like this dark silhouette figure but not like a one for one because that one wasn't very green yeah i don't i don't know what that was but people were theorizing it had something to do with an nde which it clearly was but yeah you know if we're talking the oa does that give you superpowers or what what time do you have (laughs) (laughs) we can talk oa if you want we're gonna slide in some oa coverage into this yellow jackets (laughs) i gotta say i nate i uh dropped away on the pod i was on for really the recaps and he was like he was like well we could do the movements to try and like get that's donald glover awesome. back and i was like you're my guy but anyway so yeah i mean the burning alive scene is hard to watch especially me and luke knowing she's actually alive because mm-hmm. in the in the beginning for one second you're like oh, they're burning her right then and there and then and then her eyes start flickering and you're like oh what's going on i <laughs> dude, i seriously thought they killed her and i know we all probably did until you could click play right next anyway did we watch it in the same back-to-back dave i forget no, if we watched it right away we did seven one night and then we did eight a couple nights later. okay so you did think that van was completely oh, was, and i'm assuming you're the I same watched way it the same I way books, yeah i mean they showed the face and like yellow jackets they just do gore better than Anybody. anything else yeah. i've ever seen uh the burning scene it was very theramir in lord of the rings oh yeah yeah, yeah. never seen it yeah he's basically, he's basically <laughs> yeah. in the same situation where he's getting burned alive but except he was gonna die because his dad just kind of wanted except, him to yeah. and he was like okay i'll just die except he wasn't passed theramir out, just get it together bro <laughs> but not only is her face eaten but now she has third degree burns on her legs and stuff it's so unfortunate Had burns from the plane in the first episode or second episode really fire is what she says yep. which is that's our girl van always down to make a joke still cracking jokes i respect her spirit <laughs> i love but i'll tell you so the next scene and that's the last one until we'll reunite with the girlies but them walking her and ty still covered in both probably van's blood and the wolf's blood that she just destroyed all over her face like carrying this like decrepit van like her face her eye is all red in the it is so it is brutal to see and i love these girls so much i'm like this is so hard to watch yep and they do such a good job i mean i agree i mean brian was like buying ty stock in the beginning of the episode and i've been buying ty stock and i think i'm i was biased from the start because i knew the season right Mm -hmm. um but man she is just such a good such a good character and even in this I think this is some of her best later, like 2021 stuff as well. Like them on the heist to get the, to give the money or get the guy. And then later at the sleepover, oh, yeah. just fucking love them. But they let the girls go. They run off and Ty and Van are just kind of chilling. And I assume like, I mean, they were going to send back for help, but Ty was just like chilling with her thinking she might die in her arms. Mm-hmm. So sad. Not to be a Ty hater, but I just wonder how this dynamic is going to work, especially if Van does end up dying to the wounds. I'm just so curious because she's already 
we've already seen like we had talked about earlier with her kind of freaking out at the river saying we got to keep fucking going you know she's being very um assertive and so with the loss now or potential loss of her partner I'm just curious to see how that's going to affect her dynamic with the rest of the girls later on. Totally agree. I can't wait to see a Van and Thaisa kind of one-on-one conversation where Van can be like, hey, why did you steal that necklace that you said was complete, useless trash, and then go up a tree when yeah, the wolves they, came? Yeah. Just fill me in. I, I, I'm i still into you, you know? <laughs> no judgment. <laughs> I'm sure you didn't mean it. Uh, and I also want to see Lottie talk to Van and be like, hey, I kind of gave you that necklace, you know? <laughs> not I told you some things <laughs> and you didn't listen or maybe she's just gonna be like hey did you see a red river <laughs> you know was everything right i knew what i called it um <laughs> let me get us to the point where everybody reunites because there are a couple more scenes at the cabin until yeah. our girls get here um so you guys open floor for anything and i'm also gonna lump in the laura lee flashback scene here because this is kind of the beginning of episode two uh so that's just open open for dialogue yep. about her hitting her head in the pool, getting saved, how she, how she found faith. Basically you get in the pool talking about how they do gore on this show. That felt worse to me than oh, anything. Oh, dude, oh, so yeah, bad. Yeah. yeah. I took it like a step Gasped. back. I was like, wow, <laughs> that was a lot. Alki verbally like freaked out when that happened. <laughs> like more than swimmers. Yeah. Of course, I'm sure he's exactly. been in situations. It was like the sound and then the absence of sound, just her. Oh, oh yeah. and the blood yes. in the water, just not, it sticks with you. Yes. But I, Okay, so I kind of almost didn't appreciate how they they kind of made it comical how she found her faith. Like, she looked up at this cheesy lifeguard and was just like, you saved me. And he's like, I didn't save you. He did. And it was like so over the top cheesy. I feel like they could have done Laura Lee a little bit more service because like, that's her thing. You either appreciate how into her face she is or you think it's a joke and the writers kind of made that decision for us yeah yeah we also don't know if maybe she was like somewhat you know religious in the beginning and then that event made her full-blown like religious nut you know yeah so don't like religion so i loved it i was gonna <laughs> it, say religion, yeah. well, yeah, religion feels corny to me yeah exactly i didn't even notice it was out of place because i thought that was normal <laughs> that's how they do it through <laughs> that yeah but... it was a banner that said she was at a saint magdalene summer camp okay. so like she was at sure. religious okay. camp so that depends that point yes. okay yeah. yeah but anyway so at the cabin a couple things happened here absolutely amazing conversation with nat and coach that happens because travis is once again mopey as fuck with nat and like at this point i'm even taking notes like travis is just so boring on a rewatch like i was i'm just sick of his shit he's boring i get it it's like tropey teen relationship whatever it ends up splitting up nat and travis temporarily nat goes and has the amazing conversation with coach and we'll break that whole thing down and then also that leads Jackie and Travis to have their conversation where she spills the beans about the body count. And then that has its own repercussions. Nat was supreme gaydar because my first watch through, I was like, I did not get that. I did not pick up on that. You guys thoughts? No, not at all. No, definitely not. But nah. it explains no. the condoms. Well, yeah. Dave was over here thinking that coach was into Misty. Well, yeah, yeah, that was shocking of you guys well, to be like, which way does he is he going? I'm like, I'm gonna let you guys have that confusion, it but it's definitely granted, like it was warranted confusion because he did sell it perfectly until the very he end. He had to, yeah. So now I'm realizing, okay, he had to, but it would have definitely been really juicy if he actually did. Like weird things happen to people when they're thrust <laughs> into situations like this. That 
we know they become cannibals. Why don't you throw an element like this into the story? Would have made it interesting, but I'm glad they went this route. Makes yes. Coach a better character. I like the I one on one. It was good. It was awesome. Yeah, Scott. absolutely. And he was like talking to Nat as like a peer. And I mean, I think the Laura Lee scene later where she puts her foot down and it essentially says, you have one leg, Ooh. dude. What the fuck are you going to do about it? I love that. That's the first instance where they put a magnifying glass at. Yeah, the power dynamic coach has no leg to stand on. Shall yeah. we say. <laughs> um, but that kind of goes into him treating these girls much less like teacher student. I'm the adult. You're the kids. And kind of like, OK, we're all the adults here. We like he starts talking to Nat like that. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad he turned himself around from what he was and whatever it was like episode three when he just lost his leg and he's screaming at himself like, fuck you, all this shit. Hey, everyone gets one. Yeah. Everybody gets one. Everyone gets one. <laughs> I, I, Nobody gets two. I honestly didn't expect this uh this Ben Scott rise in stock mm-hmm. for me personally. I've been really I like how he is able to, just the maturity. Obviously, he should be mature at his age, but just the the fact that he's able to stay so calm in these situations. I just especially in this conversation here with Nat too. Like he's just being real with her. He's like, you know, I was a young kid once. I was in that same exact situation he's in. It happens mm-hmm. to everyone and. It's just great how comforting he was for Nat. Unfortunately, it all goes to waste because their relationship just shits itself after this. But Mm -hmm. Ben Scott, I'm loving him so far. I love that you call him Ben Scott. I just think Ben, it just comes to mind. I don't know. I don't even remember his name. I just read Coach. I only write Ben Scott. (laughs) Um, I told Alex that we guessed that he was going to get eaten first. And now everything we see and in these great conversations, she goes, I can't believe they're going to eat him first. Like, it's so <laughs> funny. Like, I'm like, we just guessed that. And she yeah. like took it as Bible. And she's like, you're right. It's so he, funny that you said first. that because as we're having this conversation in my head, I'm thinking he is the first one to get. <laughs> yeah, he's missing a yeah. leg. I don't know if it'll be for like sacrifices. Like, OK, guys, like we don't have food. I have one leg. Just eat me. Or if it's going to be less like, you know, yeah, filling. I think it's like he is. Like, how do they descend into total chaos? Can you imagine them doing that with him around? Mm -mm. It can't be that. He either has to be the first one to eat or he has to die somehow. Absolutely. Not to be kind of spoilery just because we haven't seen the nine and ten. We're there. We're almost at the point where you guys know these episodes are going to be still split between heavy 2021. We're not going to get all cabin stuff for these next two episodes. So there's only so much further we're going to get. And that's when we were saying in the beginning of this series of the podcast, like there's a lot of meat left on the bone for the future seasons. What is like, I don't even know where the cabin stuff can go because now that they've tried exploring South, they know, okay, we cannot leave a radius of this cabin. Mm -hmm. What are they going to do? Can't fly out. So it's like, what are they? I don't know. I'm just so excited to see these supernatural forces at play unravel. That's where the cabin has to go. We we still know nothing about it. and Lottie have to be so huge in these next two episodes because they are definitely the most like spiritual. Is that the word? I don't even know. We're going to fucking find out. They're the leaders. They're the leaders on two ends. She's possessed. She's seen the Yeah, she's. Yeah, so she's like supernatural. Yeah, supernatural or something. Yeah. Sure. So let's let's any commentary on the Jackie and Travis scene, which leads to Travis ending things with Nat. Yep. Just want to highlight that I, I've watched it three times now. This scene, I was like, like Jackie is not being malicious. She I agreed. She just agreed. casually, it was part of the conversation. She's like, trying to make Travis feel better, not at all like trying to attack Nat. Mm-hmm. 
that's my impression. She no, that no, was no, not a targeted attack. Fully. So I agree. I actually agree with you that I don't think maybe in the slightest way because she hasn't read the diary at that point yet. No. no. Ooh, yeah, no. Yes. But that had nothing to do with that. No, yes. the only thing is that's why she's pissed and not the lake by herself. Because yeah, she okay. one, read it. Yeah. One, yeah, I don't. I agree with you. I don't think it was intentional. But you got to read the room. Like Travis uh-huh. clearly likes this girl, and why would you bring up someone that she was literally just, you know, quote unquote, seeing on some level? Why would you bring up that name at all? And then of course Travis, who is the angry teen. Is gonna hunt that name down and be like and make it a big deal. Which, if she did, if she meant to do it, great. She caused the fucking she caused some pot stirring, but I think it was unintentional. But I mean, she could have definitely just it left was, it at like Nat has had some experiences. Don't you know go overboard. Well, the name mattered though. It did matter. Yeah, because of Flex. It was the guy who gave him the nickname Flex. Uh, I didn't piece that together. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, that's why it was a thing. I don't think Jackie pieced that together either. That's why she thought it was just like another name. Like it's Travis, so- I don't think she should have gone still went the extra mile. She shouldn't have said like, oh, she was just seeing someone after oh, seeing she wasn't saying she was just seeing someone. She said she was missing practice because she was fucking him in his car so much. It's like this guy is seeing that and you know that. And you're absolutely just like, I don't care. Everyone knows you have a past, right? But I don't want to hear about who I'm dating, who they were just fucking in cars all the time. Like, I don't need to know that. So I think Dave is correct. It was an unintentional, absolutely burying that relationship. And But I disagree that she and Nat are not necessarily friends. And she was being a bitch. Like, she was being a girl, a teenage girl who was just absolutely destroying Nat in front of this girl or this guy she's with. And I think it was like such a bad Jackie moment. I was like, again, read the room is a perfect way of saying it. But yeah. I, I mean, like, I still love Jackie. I think Jackie's most mostly a W in this episode. I think this is her one L. As someone who is an insecure guy, I'll admit it. You know, like, <laughs> sure, you would ha- start having these questions in Travis's mind. You would think like, okay, we're only together because of the situation that has happened here. If this never happened, we're never together, and she's still going to be fucking this one guy and so that just kind of bleeds into all that insecurity and anger that he already has so yeah just it was just a unintentional but yeah their but relationship jackie up. and travis are gonna bone a revenge bang instead of bang 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 and it bang put it on the board it's on so the you board. <laughs> so are you are you putting it i mean i guess i can't even say that because we know that travis and that end up hooking up in present time again because of the whole older Nats actress. Yeah. Like we see clips, like memories of her laying next to Travis. So you think it's just going to be like a swerve and then back to the relationship? Like, how is that? How do they toxic relationships tend to, you know, have their highs and lows. That would definitely. Yeah. They're completely dysfunctional. I think this is a cycle for them. Just complete burn it, scorched earth. And then just go right back to something, you know, is toxic. And then Travis saves her or something. And they're back together. I mean, it, it, it works for them certainly into the yeah. their adulthood. Yeah. I think yeah, it's overall a net positive the support mm-hmm. that they provide for each other. But it can also hurt. Yeah, it's it's toxic you're when it's at its other. worst. Yeah. Like you were saying, it's up. Aaron Rodgers is hot, and Aaron Rodgers is cold. Do you agree that with B Tom's that you think he thinks that Travis is going to bang Jackie? Uh, no, I think that's just definitely a hot take. <laughs> but <laughs> it's possible. They yeah. need some drama here. Okay. So. 
She was one of the three that were oogling Adam in the lake. It was her, Mari, and that. Adam in the lake is what you just said. Adam no, in the no. lake. Go- Tra- no. Oogling Go- at him. Oh, I thought you said in the lake. I will oh. say. You mean Javi? If you relook at that scene, Nat or Jackie's not actually ogling. Not. The other two are ogling yeah. and she shames them. We've only been here for three days. Yeah. Like, you can't possibly think he's hot. And in this scene, she was looking at him. Her eyes are moving around. Her mouth said he's gross. Her eyes said, I'm looking at him. (laughs) Yeah. Now that it's been seven days, she's got the okay. (laughs) Or whatever, Uh, how long it's been. uh, I assume a few weeks at this point for sure. They're starving to death. Winter is coming. Um, But okay, quick scene. Um, Ty tells Sean about waking up at the tree, letting the fire die down. It's very sad, very cute scene. And I get it. Like, I, I do agree that there there must be some blowback on Ty, right? You As know. the emergency surgery is happening, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. That was that dude. I hate. They are so mm-hmm. good at bringing out me just cringing and just feeling the pain that are like these people are going through because the Shauna, you know, sticking the 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 wire up inside of her that was horrible and then yeah. getting this like actually watching the hook go through her mouth and everything it's just they love to make you feel uncomfortable it's, right. so it's so good it's so good it's hard what, to look away yeah. was it akila doing the surgery it was misty. i was hoping when you wrote it that, wasn't, he did it <laughs> it wasn't misty misty was it behind her going i think you should and they're like they got it yeah so that was holding the i think it was akila she's the girl scout and was the one like, like picking Akeelah, yeah. berries and stuff oh yeah you're right i yeah. like her yeah her and Mar- mari mari yeah. i love together akila greater than mari agreed 100 percent. i appreciate both of them on my rewatch way more than i did my initial binge though yeah, yeah. They, they serve a purpose they're not complete like background yeah every, yeah they every single character has a purpose you're right that's that's have well a presence said, yeah. let's talk laura lee baby uh, Laura Lee makes an exclamation waking everyone up in the morning. I was like, if I'm on this island or this the wilderness and you wake me up and I have to live more moments awake. I was this thinking wilderness. that. I was like, Everyone was thinking it. About I was like, like just what? let them sleep in. Like, in an hour. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, what she also triggered says, me is when she starts hitting the pot. Like, yeah. I would have heard the voice and I would have been up. I would have been like, okay, Laura Lee, what's up? But then she goes for the pot. I would have been at her fucking throat be like we're eating you right now it's one last fuck you laura lee yeah exactly so she's flying the dead man's plane and um jackie straight up out shauna is being pregnant just like ready to watch the world burn this jackie she's changed like the way this actress chose to change the way she's acting because she's being spiteful is so good it's very it's like it's yeah, delicious. It it's like it's like jinx you're right it's jinxy and it's, it's such a turn and she just want to she wants to watch world burn it's awesome was she out of pocket no like no this? no she, she can yeah yeah <laughs> it was now her decision to release this information he tones wanted us to be anti-jackie so he could devil's advocate us the other way <laughs> jackie wronging that but i love jackie wronging shauna oh, here yeah. oh, serves yeah. it 100 percent. and it's again like i said earlier it's necessary like the people need to know that there's two medical emergencies not just one but yeah i mean ben scott he is against this obviously ben scott yeah give him a fucking name now (laughs) he uh he of course this is a crazy thing but she's like i read the book i've i've steered my grandpa's plane Mm -hmm. i could do this and i mean it looks promising she got it off she got it they cleaned it up i was like there's no way in hell they would have this much runway that would take them weeks and weeks to clear out but i will suspend my disbelief yep and what tell walk me through rooks your thought process as she's she's going 
They're about to fly. I mean, there's like some bitchy commentary while they're cleaning between like Shauna and Jackie. Like Jackie's like being like, we have to take care of you. Like type <laughs> deal. And it's really like really condescending. Um, but really what, what are you guys thinking? Like, Jackie's great. Dude. I know. She's awesome. Are we talking about the actual flight or just the lead up to it? Anything. Yeah. Rip it. I mean, Jackie's spitefulness was on point. She did a fantastic job. Yeah, I equal your disbelief about clearing up the wooded area. But so my my timeline was, I think that this is going to fail. And I think it is going to be a morale crusher for the girls. I think it is going to go catastrophically wrong and they are going to see it. And then it got off the ground and it was cruising for a bit. And I'm like... Maybe they're going to leave this as a loose end for season two, just like is Laura Lee going to make it? They let her like soar across the lake yeah. just long enough for me to like change it. And then the bear, yeah. her co-pilot just sparks on fire, which I have some thoughts about. But then I was like, oh, Laura Lee, yeah. RIP Laura Lee. So Dave, yeah. take me through it for me. I think Luke can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the moment she announces that I'm going to fly the plane, that was when I'm for however long is left in the episode. I'm just literally out loud saying she's dead. There she's was so like, dead. there was like 12 minutes left and Dave was like, she's dead the whole time. I was the so upset because I wanted it to be a little bit of a surprise, sure. but you knew the, the second moment, she said that the moment they yeah. agreed to let her fly was the moment I was, I wasn't even, there wasn't even a doubt in my mind that Lee yeah. was going to make it out of the episode. Yeah. Um, I will say though, in regards to the, the sparking of the bear that I, I want to know, I, I, I'm interested to hear your thoughts, B Tom's on what happened there. Cause I, obviously I think for me, just plain and simple, it was supernatural. Like whatever is haunting them, you know, just caused the bear to, to combust. But at the same time, me and Luke had also talked when the plane blows up, we looked at each other and were like, that is probably one of the best ways to go out. Oh yeah. Like, instant easy, quick and easy like definitely not want to be fan. Be, yeah, yeah definitely yeah. don't want to be the girl falling in the pit because you're probably still somewhat alive for a few seconds after you fall in that pit but the, the explosion for me is like that laurely got a good death mm -hmm. and rest in peace to her she was a funny character she provided some great comic relief for us um but i think for me it was just so predictable because they had emphasized so much that you know the forest didn't want the previous guy to leave. There was a reason that he wasn't able to use the plane. So even if they were able to get it off the ground, I I, I didn't know how it was going to happen. I thought maybe like a tree would reach up and like swipe the plane out of the air. Like <laughs> fucking any, anything could happen because we're supernatural here. But uh, I just knew I knew easily it was going to be. You're death. opening my eyes because I just assumed it was like the engine from underneath burning the bear. That could have been it too. I I want to hear some your thoughts, but that's supernatural all in all the way. I read an article like about it that was just like if they wanted us to believe it was engine failure, these models of planes, the engine is in the front. We would have seen smoke and flames through the windshield. Wow, really, well, it's it's not even it that like hard. It, they it wanted like to show that it yeah. just like started right next to her on the seat. Like, why why would the bear light up so spontaneously and ignite so quickly and nothing? I think we're You're right. We're supposed to believe it was supernatural. And Lottie said they didn't want this plane to leave. Hmm. Come on. That wow. I didn't have these thoughts my first time watching, not but my second time watching when we've been harping on the supernatural as we're podcasting, I, I kind of am on that side. Like, I just don't think there's an explanation for it. I think just yeah. whatever wants to keep them there. Yeah, kept them there. I'm in. I'm I'm it bought was... into that. I fucking love that. Because I remember the first time watching around being like, 
the hell happened there? Like, what? what why confused, did the bear catch you on fire? I didn't think supernatural. That's like another one of these things where the supernatural element is so like borderline. You're like, is there actually a supernatural element at play, or is it just like these girls are stressed out trying to survive? It's a and coincidence for yeah, like, and because granted, I mean, granted, that can things. still be the answer. Absolutely, yeah, because yeah, yeah, the, absolutely the genius can. of the show. Yeah, yeah, that's but like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they're leaving it open-ended either way for the viewers to make their own assumptions. And either way, I think at the end of all of this, I'm going to be mind blown yeah. either way. Well, <laughs> you don't even fucking know. Because this, <laughs> is, this is the end of our 1996 content until when we next talk, we will have all of the same information. Yep. So if there is if there is any other theories you want on the board, this is your last opportunity because... We'll be thinking. You know, because we'll this think. was a theory killer for... I forget which one of you brought it up where you did think that there was a chance that Laura Lee and her religion oh, connection was going to yeah. be something. We both agreed on it yeah. at some point. Yeah. yeah. But no longer a thing. RIP the girl. And mm-hmm. I'm going to reemphasize how fucking badass her line of saying to coach is, what are you going to do to stop me coach? Because her whole character arc was worth it for that oh. one moment for me. That was amazing when she stood yeah. up and it was just such a badass thing. And she swears too, doesn't she? says, what the, does she say like, what the fuck are you going to do? Like, that was gonna, no, no, she doesn't. To, she does. She <laughs> says, we're going to fucking freeze to death. But not in that line. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, prior so, to that. yeah. Um, Laura Lee was like a step above Akila and Mari yeah. for me, but like her death still felt like mm-hmm. impactful. Earned, yeah, mm-hmm. impactful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Damn. So that's where we leave the kids until next week. Now we we open where we left off with uh Taisa was like, you know, eating dirt. As she uh, does. And this was like a really intense scene. Uh, old Taisa, this actress did a great job here. I mean. She gets a text from Nat and the ransomer. It's like two texts. Nat's being like, hurry the fuck up. And she's still getting harassed by the ransomer. And the biting of her own hands, like like scrubbing herself and trying to get the dirt off while like there's supposed to be a high like a fucking ransom happening. It's like mm-hmm. this is devastating and all like it sucks. This life is like not cool. Yeah. But it, I love the music choice. It was good stuff. She's obviously very distraught. But then we get to our three girls united. And this is like this is money. It's so money. Like Shauna being like disappointed by the looks of the money is so funny. She's like, it's just like disappointed by like high standards, you yeah. know, like it's, it's so good. But these three are just like the complete opposite humans, the three different kinds of opposite humans. It's, it's really good. And let's just open the floor all the way up until sure. right before the GPS starts moving, because there's a couple of things that happen, right? Like you said, they, they squat up for the money, they get in the car and they have like, skip ahead two hours with the drinking so there's like a couple of conversations happen there so yeah. everything before the gps starts moving um whatever you guys want to bring up what even conversations do they have so, in the car yeah so nat leaves takes the takes the nice car leaves them, comes, yeah. takes the baby and goes and is like um dropping the money and and they kind of talk through nat and it's a really good conversation they're like what does Nat have? Like, we're lucky. What did we do to deserve the families we have while she's alone? Because Sean is kind of shaming Ty for paying for rehab again. And Ty's like, look, look, what am I supposed to do? Like, look at this girl. (laughs) Ty's right. She doesn't have anybody. And I think when Nat comes in, maybe this is after everything happens. And it's just like, look, I know you guys try to pretend like you're okay, but you're just as fucked up as I am living on the edge. And I'm just like leaning into it. You're trying to pretend it's not going on. And she hit 
she hit home with the two other girls first off but like that is completely what's going on right now that's she, that happens after the chase which yeah is, which is yeah, totally fine right. fair to bring I'm up now to this conversation mm-hmm. as yeah. they're sitting on their pedestals like oh my gosh did you see the train wreck nad yeah been with that adam slash hobby girl like get off your high horse yeah. i will say though shauna does have that funny line where she's like oh i imagine fifty thousand dollars would like fill up this bag a little yeah. bit more yeah they were talking dude it's but- talking about funny shauna after they get hammered for a second <laughs> like they get hammered and shauna the driver is the one like switch chugging basically they have the conversation where she's trying to catch up with taisa who's giving her nothing she's like just just fine just fine all right great talk whatever blah blah, blah. that whole thing was hilarious anytime like, i'm fucking kevin they're like <gasps> yeah that's exactly what it turns into yeah. so cute like they're 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 Reverting back to teenagers, yep. but I do want to bring one thing up that is said before Nat gets back in the car. And I think Shauna says, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for her, which is such a big line because it means like yeah. something Nat did in 1996 yes. helps them yeah. either survive or get off or do something like something. Wow, huge. I didn't catch that. You brought that up. Yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah, well, well, it's still a big deal. Just to let you know, highlight is a big deal. I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's been a while. Sean is not impressed by this because no one's picking up the money. They're just watching this thing and they're just getting drunker and drunker. And she's like, "I am not impressed." I will (laughs) say that it was smart of Shauna to go out and get that tracker. I thought that was actually like that was a good move on them, especially now that like the ones that you can just get for your wallets and stuff are like so small and they just fill the bag with trash, like genius who cares like there's money in there you got it and then mm-hmm. we just track the shit out of this guy and listen for any of those listening right now that also watched the show the last of us i've mentioned it before but tell me your last name melanie linsky linsky um it just made her debut last week in the show what's her name and all i gotta say is melanie lives in my head rent free these last couple weeks and it's amazing that it's timing well with the last of us because she is just i have a little actress crush on her to be honest yeah Yeah, dude she's the uh, best i I think she's like she's really pretty she just crushes all roles that i've seen her in these past couple weeks the delivery of those lines like i i'm bringing it up again but like when she's just asking taisa about her life just how she just like just fine like she's just so good (laughs) at giving those little moments between the girls especially at like channeling her younger shauna into making like it a yellow jackets moment in the present it's just she's just she's like the glue in the present while i would say jackie might be the glue like in the past like it's just such a she's so necessary let me just say so if we're starting the chase scene one of my favorite funny lines of the, of these two episodes is when Ty's like I'll mark him like at states like cuz cuz Nat's like get the from the side she's like I'll mark him like it's so funny like I love like last episode when Nat did the soccer thing mm-hmm. I love this cuz they are athletes they're like oh, world class athletes legitimately. I do forget that but they're literally chasing down this dude and it is funny like this scene is crazy yeah, now taisa says later in this episode she was like she, when she's saying like what her life plan was she went to her college and made first team like she is a world-class athlete yeah yeah she 100%. is yeah i yeah. thought it was hilarious that of all the chase scene they decide to slow down when whoever the thief is i guess we can say well i guess we can't say with full certainty that it's adam but i think it's funny that they slow-mo the guy running and falling like he trips over the barrel and that's when they're like all right yeah this slow motion shot of this dude Ooh, that's falling. the glitter scene that's because it gets the oh, glitter okay. on it okay. yeah, yeah yeah that makes sense because i'm i'm watching and i literally said out loud i was like why did they slow-mo that moment and that's why well, it pays off an episode yeah, i swear off. dude i thought taisa had him because she decks oh, him so she had she him just- 
elbow yeah. in the face. Yeah. Oh. That's a notable thing. If you if you a politician just shows up the next day on TV with like a bloody nose, like that's like that's a thing, right? <laughs> Where'd you get that bloody nose? Yeah, yeah. That's a question. Yeah. Theorists would have fucking their way yeah. with that. So unsuccessful, but amazing to watch. And Shauna is now the driver, fucking blacked out, driving around the building trying to to keep up with them. So he escapes, he or she, I guess we could say, because like they said, no, we don't know what gender, gets in the car, or I guess they said they don't know the gender because they could be working with somebody. But anyway, I digress, gets in the car, and that's just shooting Kevin's fucking gun, which we find out later is Kevin's gun. I did not know that cops have to account for every round. Makes total sense. Mm -hmm. Not something I've ever thought about. But man, that is reckless. Like, even Ty tackling her with the gun is reckless. I'm like, you're going to get yourself shot. Well, and was she not aiming at Shauna just because she thought that was the escape car of the thief? No, she was aiming at the the getaway car. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. But either way, yeah, she's fucking reckless. Yeah, but this is in this net freak out scene they were saying like we've all done worse well nat says that like we've all done worse shauna like and then shauna says don't pull us into your endless pit of guilt so there's a lot of lines in here where it's like nat says we've all done worse like this is not the worst thing we've done okay we've eaten our friends two it's like don't pull us in your endless pit of guilt nat must have done something terrible that they didn't do like Unless Nat is just really like, you know, she's an addict. She's obviously like taking this a lot worse than mm-hmm. a lot of people, at least. When you think about it, you know. Nat is honestly the most like, how would you put this? Like tethered to reality. Like Thais is clearly off the deep end right now. And then Shauna is out here having an affair. She's feeding like freshly killed rabbits to her family. Like <laughs> if anything, Nat's like post addicted self is more like real than any of the other two girls, which is crazy to think about because on when you look at them, you would assume she is definitely the one that doesn't have her shit together, but mm-hmm. she probably most has her shit together. I fucking disagree. I thought these two episodes, Nat Stocks, super d- older Nat Stocks, super down. Like she, I agree. especially because yeah. it devolves, not- because this specifically, like failure devolves into the drug relapse and then like the whole like house of treats. Yeah, missing. I'm not oh, a crazy so. Nat fan. I just wanted, I just thought that was interesting how Nat. You, like, no, I, it's a con- good point, though. So it goes yeah. exactly into the conversation that they had, which is like, you guys look down on me, but when in reality, you guys are just you're the better up. liars. Yeah. You're lying yeah. to yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we don't have to get much into the Kevin thing. She fucks it. I mean, she's so mean to him. Like, she's mean yeah. to everyone else. I'm Team so. Kevin, so yeah. much. Yeah. Hi, you're supposed to be. Kevin's the fucking man, and he is doing everything to give her a leash. Like, show me where the bench is. Like, just do do something. Like, you're lying to me, basically. Yeah. And it's I'm, really hard. A, I'm a Nat apologist. And I also think that, like, Nat is the type of person who, she sees something good, she's going to ruin it before it could get ruined for her. It's just the type of way she is. Which sucks. It's very sad. Like the, these, I mean, people like Nat think they can't have anything nice, right? I mean, ever since you get in a car, a plane crash into the wilderness and start eating people, it's like it's all downhill from here, you know. But uh, let me anyway, take us. Let me take us yeah. home with the Shauna stuff, and then okay. you you end episode one with the Missy stuff, and sure. it will be good into, for the episode two 2021 stuff. So after that whole uh, chasing of the thief, the glitter thief. Shauna goes home. We kind of mentioned it already. And this is where Adam's outside the house. Beton's made up the, they brought up the quote about, is he a stalker? Is he being weird? Is it just enough to be cute? Whatever it is, it turns into Shauna freaking out at him. Like you're going way over the line. He says, every cell in your body wants to blow things up and see what happens. And that is just 
an amazing line, just trying to psychoanalyze older Shauna and see, and I'm assuming we all agree kind of like, that's kind of like our whole thing here, but the entire chaos happens. And then we can also just lump in the morning after with Jeff. I'm just going to take us back really quickly. I wanted to ask B times. I forgot to ask, but in the, when they're chasing the thief, did you have like, who were your assumptions that who was the thief? If you had any. None. Really? Yeah, I, I wasn't even thinking about it. I was just appreciating the chase, honestly. Yeah, so my, when it was going on, my first two thoughts were, it's either Adam or Hefe, and I was so relieved to find out it wasn't Hefe. Well, I guess we don't know yet, but I was so relieved to find out it wasn't Hefe, but in my mind, I had assumed it was either Jeff or Adam, and so Adam being at Shauna's doorstep right there at that time was like, okay, I really think it was Adam who does it. Of course, we get the confirmation almost in episode eight. But that was really strange to me that, of course, he was there. Coincidentally, late right yeah. after the incident of them. Like, and of course, he's going to try and dig be like, oh, like, why are you getting home so late? And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, he's just being a sketch ball. So I just to me, I it kind of was a red flag. Definitely that Adam was there. But she takes the fucking bait. They fucking do it in the marital bed. Mar- the yeah. marital bed, baby. yeah. Holy shit, that's a throwback. Also, bad two episodes for adult Shauna. I think just the longer she is, so like turning a blind eye to Adam slash Javi's creepiness. I'm just like, you have to be real with yourself. This dude is so sketchy. You need to get some sort of answer before you continue this relationship. But then she, she- that's all episode. Even eight's like, about you no. Know, it's what the very very end of episode eight is. Okay, yeah, yeah. Callie even tried to have Callie. this conversation with her in episode three after the mm-hmm. club while she was coming down from Molly. Like, who the fuck is this guy? You know, he should know who you are. Everybody knows the Yellow Jackets. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I, now that we're in episode eight, it's like done. Shauna should be smarter than continuing. This. And we're gonna talk about like yeah, when we okay. get to the yeah yeah. yeah. Anything I mean, let's just talk about the morning after because that to me, I had so much anxiety. <laughs> like when they do the classic Jeff's about to walk into the closet, ah, just leave it on the bed, you know, blah, 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 whatever it is. And he's out here saying that he was at the um the the store late. Like, what are what are we thinking here? Because I know it's been a topic every podcast about the cheating thing. Like, what is happening? Adam's just a sketchball man at the end of I'm the day. I'm not talking about Adam, I'm talking about Jeff. Oh, Jeff. I what? still yeah. love Jeff. No, but Jeff was <laughs> yeah, but why was he Yeah, why was he not home all night? Think about Shauna and Callie's amazing conversation. When Shauna says, like, before you think I'm a wuss, when I'm not saying anything about him being out all night. And now when I'm doing something about it, you're judging me even more. So yeah. which, what it, which is it? So obviously Shauna and Callie have kind of had conversations with like, where's dad been? Like, what's dad doing? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want it to be cheating. I've made that clear on the past few podcasts. I mean, it's really seeming like it will be, but I mean, he could just, they're poor ish. He could just have a second job that he just hasn't told her about. I guess and what's Bianca? Be I'm always going to bring it back to Bianca, the girl that was texted him. Boss. Got to get for her as a boss. I, I'm just trying to defend my boy Hefe here. I know you are. <laughs> really trying, but it's really looking sketchy, but Thank- either way, I'm defending my boy. <laughs> I think if they make it that Jeff is not cheating that would be a fantastic misdirect for us as the audience and honestly i am increasingly thinking adam is javi and if he's not javi 
he is like the puzzle piece that ties everything in 2021 together like the bank robber or not the bank robber but like the thief the sparkles the everything so like if that's not a misdirect i would like for the jeff stuff to be a misdirect misdirect. you know because both of them shouldn't be so like cut and dried oh okay that fits nicely into place i've kind of been working on this theory for the past like Mm -hmm. two episodes i like that they make it a point too to emphasize because even when they're chasing the glitter guy um, they're even making a point to mention that, you know, he could be working with someone else and they're bringing it up here as well. And they also reference like episodes ago that whoever is sending them this blackmail stuff had to have known of the events. So Javi just fits that bill, too. Like if Javi was there and had seen of all the events and he would know and have that in. But then it just begs the question of who else could he be working with to mm-hmm. get all yep. this done? great conversation with shauna and callie where she's like i found his wallet so what you're just letting this guy in our fucking house now and Mm -hmm. shauna's just like i know (laughs) this is another one of these melanie linsky acting just like yeah she's bringing the perfect energy to it she's like i I know it's 100 incorrect (laughs) but like you know i have to do it it's their relationship like transcends mother daughter they are like Callie's yeah. something Callie's else. good. She's a good Callie's piece of the show. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Like, Callie is is wise beyond her years. I would oh, think. Yeah. Because if I found that, I'd be like, what? I'd be freaking out. I'd probably tell my dad. I'm like a monster. I'd be like, what is going on? No, she can't tell the dad because well, come yeah. here, hon. Like exactly. Divorce yeah. lawyers. She starts Not listening to all the shit. <laughs> she gets it, but I also think that she can see that the marriage works for what it is. Yeah. I think she needs them to have a conversation where they just clear the we're doing this but we can still be a happy like trio of a family this is low-key gonna be one of the best things we talk about next episode podcast yep. is is like this fallout of what uh, happened okay i will end that with just saying my last comment is i was like show jeff's penis because there's a scene where cowards like, it looks pretty low when he's walking out the door getting ready for the shower and i was like yeah. and i was like You'll show us show the Van getting sewn her face back together, but you're not going to show us a little hefe penis? Come <laughs> on, man. That's That's got to be it. That's the only thing we're missing right now from the show. So speaking of missing from at least this podcast episode, let's talk about the girl, Misty. This is our full Misty part. Misty, we open with her spying on Kevin and that, you know. Um, Jessica Roberts is screaming downstairs and uh, she's got her tied up. Jessica asks, what do you want from me? Which is a solid question, because I'm like, at this point, we're all like, yeah, what do what do you want from this? The end goal. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you getting at this girl? Um, she thinks she's a blackmailer and Travis is murderer. I remember thinking, like, Misty feels off base here. Like, what are you what are you thinking? No, number one, Jessica Roberts crossed Misty, confronted her, and talk down to her did not put respect on her name so like <laughs> he needs a timeout just for that Misty is in her bag just to be like, you're not in control here and also if you keep fucking sniffing around my best friends i'll take it a step further and you'll start missing some phalanges Dude, my like, best friend that's... just made me laugh out loud these people hate missy and it's like these are my best friends i'm <laughs> with them I hate her. I think uh, who's the actress that plays Misty? Uh, Christina Ricci. Ricci. Yeah, I think she. Honestly, this might be one of the like straight up best performances like I've ever seen. I think she is just literally her. so perfectly cast, and she is just so perfect. I just love. 
when she's you know filling what is it like the chocolate with fentanyl Dude, like, oh just, like, my god father she's Insane. like oh by the way it's, like your father lives at this address right? That, yeah, like, that's right she's like i know it's right and i talked to the nurse donna sweetie <laughs> so and here's the other reason why she's in her bag Taisa, like we commented on last recording, has not told them that Jessica Roberts is working for me. We don't have to worry about her, which I still the longer it goes on is. But that gets resolved writing. right here. I agree because she Jessica Roberts says Taisa hired me to look into. Yes. Yeah. No, what's funny yeah. is Shauna straight up mentions Jessica Roberts in the car with Taisa and Taisa. I know we yeah. brought it up. It's, we said that's annoying. I hated that. That's my yeah, least favorite piece of writing for the whole show so far. But. Without that piece of knowledge, Misty just thinks it's a sus person sniffing around and needs to be like, who are you actually working for? Yeah, so without that, unfortunately for Jessica Roberts, she's appeared in a moment that is like yeah. severely impacting everyone else. <laughs> and yeah, like, yeah, Misty yeah, yeah, is yeah. not here to play around and needs fucking answers. But also, if Thaisa brought it up before we got to the situation, she'll say whatever she wants to get out of the hostage situation. So you even if I'm Misty, I'm not taking that. If, now it's too As late. Bible, yeah. yeah, you yep, can't just yeah. say that now. Yep. And Misty has two amazing moments here. It's it's the leverage conversation where Jessica says, oh, well, that's leverage in my business. And Misty says, well, it's only leverage if I'm unwilling to make you talk. And I am. And she like puts it right back over. And then that's immediately is the next time we see her is, you know what I love about fentanyl? (laughs) It's just like (laughs) her just putting it in. And that is, oh, my God, that mixed with the Laura Lee badass scenes. Just two of my favorite, like just mic drop moments of the whole show. Yes, Misty is out of her fucking mind. But we fucking live for Miss. Fun to watch. <laughs> oh yeah. One of my um favorite things is that Jessica bought Travis the whiskey. I thought that was just a good little callback yeah. because Nat looks at the whiskey and is like, "What is this? Yeah, that was a. Like, that ain't it. Uh, but it's good. She was there the day he died, but thought it was sketchy. And then we get this good little piece of information that his bank account was emptied. Boom. When after he died, meaning someone else did it. So that's kind of Nat's trajectory for the rest of this episode eight. But I wanted to go back to Dave just talking quickly, talking about how Christina Ricci is so good. This is the episode where I realized that Miss both Misty's like touched their glasses so much, almost like a tick. Keep your eyes out because that I, I'm sure like in in, you know, acting world, when you are playing like a younger version, you're playing an older version of someone who's a younger in a different part of the show. You kind of have to talk to each yep. other a little bit. And there's like mannerisms you can do to help make it be like, wow, these two really play each other well. Yeah. And they play the same character. She's constantly like just touching the tip of the nose and like fixing her glasses. I love that you guys are into her. It's amazing. Oh, dude, Misty's the, the good. I, that's the flags are there, but I she's so cute. The hardest <laughs> thing to believe about this show is that no man finds I, her attractive. Like, yeah, it's crazy. like, okay, no. I do want to shout out Matt Kelly because he just started watching Yellow Jackets and, and he's listening to our pod. And in the first episode, we kind of talk about how she's on Wednesday and she's the old Wednesday and stuff like that. And, and she was a huge 90s, like per, she was in cast of course she's in a million things mm-hmm. and uh he's like she was like they grew up like the kind of the same age right growing up and he's like she was my everything it's wild to me that you like the binge down people don't really know her as well because he's so, like that's older. like his selena gomez or like sure. or like jimmy's hillary duff like yeah i think a good one yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i love that you guys now are like fully bought in on christina oh, ricci yeah, because he texted me and was like she's like oh, i'm obsessed with shout her. out matt kelly hey, it's fun. Yeah. good taste we started this 
I think I was I think I was watching Wednesday first before I like binged all the way through Yellow Jackets. Yeah, you did. And she's in when and she's just randomly in Wednesday, which is awesome because of just the meta joke in that. Yeah. Great things about Wednesday, but if I'm watching that show, it's literally just for Christina Ricci. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you you will have no regrets Wednesday. Oh, for come on, for January. Yeah. Yeah. Get the yeah. fuck out of here! I love her love too. Got to stray with Gwendolyn Christie. Right. <laughs> okay, let's take us back here because that really ends the so so that's the episode one 2021 stuff episode yep. two is a little bit more bucketed easier for us to talk about um we're gonna have all of the shauna stuff go sprinkling a little taisa and then we're gonna have all of the nat stuff go sprinkling the little bit of misty there so i think we should just continue with the nat and misty stuff because we we did a lot of shauna yep. already so hmm. we can do that yeah go uh we <laughs> opened an a with misty calling caligula rude which is like so funny i didn't yeah. just like drop something I don't know what she does, what Caligula, yeah. what he does. Sorry, Caligula is a boy. Boy bird. It was not, Caligula does not sound like a so, boy name, but I am not one. Have judge. we talked about the name before? Like, no, what is what it? Mean? it? He was an ancient Greek emperor that was known to just be fucking wild and hit erratic decision making. Like, yeah, the people despised yeah. him, like, just very chaotic reign mm-hmm. in ancient uh oh, Roman, ancient rome yeah he can't, he can't use phones yet but he's learning he is he is learning yeah then he can really do some damage so we get a little misty and jessica but misty is now seeing nat's drug deal happen and she immediately just like no, no. <laughs> sprints over there instead of just knocking it she rips the coke so good amazing, amazing. tried cocaine before <laughs> I mean, she's checking her bowls <laughs> dude the whole time it's so good snap finds the camera and they fight but free talk about yeah. this com- this is a great scene it's co- it's comedy and it's also like misty's it, again being like we're we're friends and i'm like you know what i mean yeah. she's so out of pocket because of the camera besides all the love that we could give misty for days and days straight to me I still don't know what her deal is. Like she does plot things behind their backs and she makes it seem like she's against them. But at the same time, you know, she's doing things like this where she is actively pretty much saving Nat's life from going down a well. Yeah. She's a yellow jacket, bro. Yeah. Missy knows like, or the only life she's known is like, she has to be giving or like giving a service for people to like her. And in this sense, she's like, she is planting things in order to help her help people. Absolutely. But it's so intrusive and insane to the normal people who can just interact. Yeah. But she is so socially maladjusted. It's like. There is zero negative bones in her body towards yellow jackets. (laughs) Oh, right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Have we all watched Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Most of it. Oh, it's Charlie and the Waitress. Yes. The one episode where he stops doing the insane stalker stuff that he does, like testing her food for poison. Putting vitamins in her shampoo. shampoo. Yeah. And then he stops and her life goes to shit. That's that's just Misty from Yellow Jackets. Yep. I love that. Well said. I mean, the only thing of actual importance that happens here besides like the emotional part between Nat and Misty is that Misty tells nat about the bank account and that's going to have its own repercussions but yeah it was just so funny seeing her don't breathe don't breathe don't breathe and she's like just blocking her from all the cocaine <laughs> she's great. like i've never done cocaine that could have been pcp that could have been fentanyl i could be dead in a minute but i did that for you <laughs> yeah it's like she is literally the reason that they get stuck in the wilderness for 19 months she is also an abuser of elderly people 
but she's a great no. friend. You're gonna pick with the 19 months. Well, no, thing, but I mean, who I knows? Because she destroyed yeah. the the yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the tracker box. She destroyed the tracker box. Sure, she sure. abuses elderly people, but is a great friend. Yeah, <laughs> I love her. She can be my friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, later you can see Nat absolutely losing her mind, trying to get some information on Travis on the phone with the bank. Can't get anything. Is throwing everything around, Karen. but then finds the motel floor. So clothes. so. And that's the grossest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. The conversation with Nat on the phone is overshadowed by the Coke. Her finding the Coke, an audible laugh out of me. Like the face, she's like, oh, yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> she like grabs it off no. the fucking car. Fucking funny. I'm getting such an appreciation for this actress portraying this like terrible human being of a character yeah. in adult Nat, but she's owning it. The way her body's like so bendy like when she like lays down on the beds and stuff, it's so weird. And but I so- get a little bit of that from young Nat too, which is just like a thing. A little like, bit? Yeah, yeah. 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 Juliet, um, Lewis, Juliet Lewis slaps. But the phone conversation with the bank she's like i know i'm not a family member but you gotta make an know who is a family member of travis is javi someone who would be able to clear that account oh yes wow adam mic drop all right if you like what you heard the bank account he connects all the dots. He was number one. Okay, I like oh, it. Yeah, I like it. That was genius. I didn't even think of that, and I'm the biggest advocate of that. <laughs> well, it's because she slams the phone, throws a TV, and then finds cocaine. So, like, you're right. It gets overshadowed. Yeah, but she doesn't do it right. It, does she admit? Like the next scene we see of her. This, like we get the confirmation that she didn't do it. I don't think, right? Uh, what the, the coke? coke? No, hello. Oh, well, I thought it was implied that she did yeah. that coke first. Yeah, she was like fucking picking it on the carpet. She wants to line and go straight to NA. I was that's hoping... what she does. Oh, because that's what I thought. I took that as her going to NA as okay. She bought her ability of wanting no. to do the coke. Bought the urge, yeah. she was like, okay, I need to go yeah. to NA. He was only going to NA to get that wo- to go to that woman. Right. I hope yeah. that up. Yeah. So. Um, really quickly, Missy gets home and Jessica's about to snap Caligula's neck, and it's a really intense scene. Um, Missy freaks the fuck out. The bird gets loose, but then immediately Missy's like, "Nice," and like, "Is like, are you hungry?" Okay, well, it's, yeah, it's so wild. Missy again, Christina Ricci snaps for her. She's excellent. I would have lost my fucking mind if she killed Caligula. Yeah, me too. <laughs> dude. And they would have made it look bad. Dude, too. yeah, it would have been horrible. We would have heard the snap Oh my gosh, I couldn't have handled it. Thank God. She's like, I didn't mean it. Also, Missy's <laughs> probably still coked out at this moment in time, oh, too. Sure. Yeah, she's emotional. She's never she's done drugs in her life. Yeah. Like, she come down crying. That's, that's, that's exactly probably why she's so, like, up and yeah, down yeah. really quick, because I, I if I More was Missy, Missy already smacked her, like, if my if if I'm watching someone with my bird about to snap her neck, that's when I'm about to freak the fuck out. That's when I clap her. That's when I double punch Dude, someone. She's lucky she didn't do it because I think Misty would have killed her. Yeah. Literally. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. Or she anyway. would have taken a leg, just like Ben Scott. <laughs> just like Ben Scott. Um. Okay. So NA meeting. Enter NA meeting. Um. Of course. Uh, she has assaulted a lady there. Hilarious. First person she sees, but we didn't know that's who she was there to see. It's her old sponsor who just got a big job at the bank. I'm going to be honest. I thought it was Laura Lee because this was all before the plane crash happened. So oh. she went to go see her and I was like, is that Laura Lee? Like as an old person? 
Nope, not at all. It's a good call. Yeah, but it wasn't. Could still be. Maybe she survives that. Who's to say? Very possible. Her body just falls into the water. She just lays there, and then the the cannibals take her and save her life. Luke is choking on a shot. They went down the wrong pipe, and I just... He's crying. crying. He's sad about Laura Lee still. He's sad sad about Laura Lee. I was going to say Caligula. It would have been for Caligula. There were the real fucking tears, bro. Um, Okay, so basically... They go out. It's actually kind of a nice conversation. Uh, She tells her about Travis and how, you know, she knows he wouldn't have killed himself. He is like, she says, I am a liar, but he is not. He would never like go against where it's not what he would do. And then immediately blacks blackmails her Mm -hmm. in order to get her help because she was like doing some bad shit at the bank and like giving giving away people's uh, probably credit card numbers and stuff like information and stuff. So, um, yeah, so she's going to dig into the bank accounts for us. We don't get any more on that. Um, I'm sure we'll get that in, you know, the next episode. So that's the that's end on Missy and Nad. Does anyone have any other comments before we jump into Shauna and Ty? So for Shauna's stuff here, and I'm also I, I said also Taisa eventually she she lumps into here, too. We talked about the Cali scene and there's a let's dive into it a tiny bit more because there are there is more layers to it where it's the all the aftermath of Adam leaving in the morning and then Cali finding the ID and then they talk about his missing presence from being online, which is super notable and for an artist too. For an artist yeah. and somebody's like no self-promotion, blah blah blah. Like that's all valid points that Callie's bringing up. Yep. And then, um, so she's saying like, he could just straight up be just like a yellow jacket, like just fan chaser, whatever. All, all very, very, very valid points. Banger. Yeah. I'm also going to lump in this whole, everything that happens during the day where Shauna goes and basically directly after this conversation confirms that Adam never went to the college. Cause she fakes calls the administration. Yep. And then also let's lump in Jeff coming home and buying her a dress for the reunion the next day. Let's talk about Hefe coming home like a smooth yeah. baller with that bag. He came in like with a with some swag to yeah, him. I just... was like, Jeff is hot. See, and then I'm thinking too in this moment, like Jeff is purchasing her a very nice dress with his new money that he got from working his second job at night. Look, so if Jeff isn't cheating if that gets confirmed he has a nice spot in the number two of my rankings yeah. and that is reserved for him for the hefe yeah, for we hefe well um i'll, I'll, think I'll say to the end but hefe hefe was in dave's top three sean yes, to homecoming royalty which is the douchiest thing a 40 something year old has ever said no. in the world come on you bang into homecoming there. royalty baby wear this hot dress nah i love jeff I know too. I love I love him too. I call him not. You ever notice how much he calls he just says babe, babe. babe. He's like, Oh, babe, I got you a dress, babe. Yeah, he's a babe guy. So they're eating dinner and there's a knock at the door, and Shauna's fucking stomach is crashes into her ass. My stomach was and she is like Yeah, well, who did you guys think? Adam. Oh, totally thought Adam. She takes a big swig of wine. She's like, here we go. Did anybody pay attention to Callie's reaction to the knock? I think she's like, you're fucked. She looked at mom and thought the same thing. And was like, raise the eyebrows. And so I just think this is so funny. Ty, I was canvassing and I remembered you live here. Oh, what a good surprise after 20 years. Hey, want to sleep over? Yeah, so, so funny. You like just probably like you're having a sleepover. But at the same time, Jeff was playing dumb at least. He was like, we got a celebrity in the house. Yeah. <laughs> it was very, it was she very was, funny. I yeah. was very much into these scenes. I'm a friendship girl. I think they should kiss each other. Just saying. Although 
Simone, adore her. Mm. Simone's great. If only Thaisa did. That is so true. And yeah. we'll get there. We will get yeah. there. Um, but she tells her about her sleepwalking. And at this point in the episode, we do not see young Ty tell anybody about the sleepwalking yet. So I remember watching them as adults being like, oh, like it must be a thing that the girls know that Ty is eating dirt and sleepwalking back in the day. But it's probably only Shauna that she and that, Lottie has seen it. Well, but yeah, Lottie but doesn't yeah. know can't she's crazy right now. Yeah. Lottie was like the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, huh? Yes. Oh, Thais is probably not ready for that conversation. Yeah, absolutely not. But also to add on to that, another important thing here is that we do get confirmation that Thaisa knows that Sammy has been calling her sleepwalking form the bad one. And yeah. And then also their their dog's missing too. Like this is she's just unloading all of her yeah. personal information about what's going on with her life. Yeah, and this is where they have yeah. the conversation about what lives would have been. Shauna tells this cute story about Post Brown and all the boys and the yeah. Fran- Francois of it all. Um, and then Ty tells this whole story, and Shauna's like, "You bitch, that did happen." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a very sweet thing. She's like, "None of it felt real, none of it." And it's yeah. it's just trauma, and like, how do you move on from there? And it seemingly on paper, yeah, Ty has lived this like amazing life, but it's like, what is anything mm. after so, an so experience well, like that? Yeah, nothing felt real. So sad. And sorry, one thing before I'll open the conversation, you guys, uh, this is something you brought up last episode, Kathleen, the cinematography wise, like the parallels. Yeah, they do an amazing job here showing like Taisa and Shauna basically cuddling both in the past and the present at the same time, which I love when they do that and it never gets highlighted because of how we podcast on it, but it's always really well done. Yeah. For me, I might be as blind as Jackie, but I'm, I, maybe I'm not reading the room right, but I'm definitely feeling something between these two. Like, I don't, I've never had, I've never had the, uh, I've never had the insight of like what a girl's friendship looks like, but this seems like more than friends to me. Like I'm going to put Okay. I got a question for you, Dave. Right now though, that I think Taisa and Shauna are going to end up together. That is perfect. Listen to this. You're going to like this. You ready? All right, Dave, you get inside the mindset of Shauna right now. And give me a bang, kill, marry between Hefe, Thaisa, and then Javi slash Adam. Bang, yeah, yeah, all adults. Question. Yeah, give me the bang, kill, marry. Um, so Shauna, if I'm Shauna, definitely, I think she made the right move. I'm marrying Jeff all day. That's, just, that's <laughs> yeah. not even a question. I'm going to take, even though Thaisa, well, I guess it's only a one night stand kind of thing. So he got to know. I would. I'd probably go with Adam. You're banging Adam? I think so. You just took it. Your whole point is mute. Yeah, so now my whole point is mute. But but then, yeah. Now I'm kind of thinking about the hot, steamy sex Shauna and him had, and I'm like, I kind of want a piece of that. So let's give it a whirl. But doesn't even stand by his opinion. I love it. If Adam wasn't good in bed, then I would probably go with Thais. But we know Adam's pretty good at laying pipes, so I would take it. Brian. What's your quick one? We need to throw it to you. Mary Ty, bang Yefe, ditch fucking Javi. Love it. Classic. I love it's it. suspicious, but it's sort of the one night I'll take. Yeah. So this is where they have the conversation about it, right? I mean, they're all like Ty saying, well, yeah, I don't have like the it right now with Simone, but it's safe. It's like uh, she loves her, obviously, but they she says the it for each other. The it was not ever good for her and um i'm excited to see where her and van go in general like you you don't know like i mean the next two episodes of course but and then in season two but and of course shauna is not feeling it with with that right now i mean whatever but uh i thought it was a cute conversation it's a classic girl i'll i'll tell you you've never uh witnessed like girls friendships 
this is what it's like. Okay, this is so, what you talk about in bed. Yeah, that's what I'm like. Maybe I was reading the room wrong, but I'm still going to leave it on no, the no. side that I think Taisa and Sean are going. As the queer girly on the pod, I am feeling it, Dave. Right, cool. I, oh, okay. I love it. I, I think I'm just wanting it. Yeah. I don't know that they'll end up together. But My confirmation confirms your opinions of the relationship. This, it's, the, it's them cuddling younger is when I'm really feeling it. But yeah. I, it is really like Shauna protecting her and being there for her. So... Uh, we could be confusing things, but sure. life is confusing. You know what I mean? Shauna might be confused in her sexuality. Exactly. So, no. We've all been there. We've <laughs> all done it. Yeah, okay. Me and Jeff. Next. So <laughs> she goes straight to Adam's house, right? After telling, well, first of all, her telling her about Adam, so sweet. Ty is giddy listening to her talk about Adam. She doesn't say any of the sketchy stuff. I love she that reaction. Up saying, yeah, Ty. You was tell like, me it is Randy fucking Walsh. I will burn this town to the ground. <laughs> Why is everybody hate my boy Randy? It's ridiculous. He gets Everybody so knows Randy. Randy's the man. Yeah. So she beelines it to Adam's house the next day because she's like, I gotta get to the bottom of this. Of course, it's like one of those like industrial like studio apartments, very artsy. There's Chinese containers all over the place and she asked about Pratt um, he admits to it being a lie right he's like you know my girlfriend a girlfriend went there I basically I don't know I just wanted to impress you what's your read tell me give it to me still spewing bullshit yeah literally like the, the bar too he was like oh I really just came here for a drink it's like no you didn't you're doubling down on all these lies and this is gonna come back and get you yeah <laughs> same it's like he's grasping at strolls and like if you're sean it's like just walk away yeah he's so he's naive but like i felt like he was passing all the tests after he got over the lie of the college because he seemed pretty damn genuine yeah, maybe it was did. the actor's performance but like i don't know and I, he did seem genuine especially when he was like let's just go away for a week you can ask me literally anything you want and yeah, i'll answer you like so ridiculous well, that was ridiculous like, she's yeah. gonna go yeah, yeah she has a life <laughs> yeah but i did feel like he was uh, he said like he, she didn't catch him in any other lie besides that right yeah i mean straight up if that was like our first interaction with Adam, you know, I'm thinking, okay, maybe he is just a genuine guy, but because of everything that we've seen, him appearing at the house and the the hotel, it's just like he's always there at the the right times, and mm -hmm. it's just sketchy. It's just. And sketchy. you know what's it's funny, sticky. Dave, is this is ex the exact situation with the show that we watched the rehearsal. You guys end up watching. We it? watched the first episode. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah, right with the with the um the lying about the it was lying about where where college he went to. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Oh, the rehearsal. Yes, 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 yes. This yes, is yes. the exact oh, situation. The exact so cringy. Yeah. All of it's giving me the ick. Adam, the rehearsal, all of it. <laughs> well, first Literally. of all, dude, did you ever see that? This is all pod. Nah, Brian, dude. you would. I feel you. Would, would like it. how funny was it? you watched it? I've seen the first two episodes. Right, we'll talk about it after because okay. All right. So all right. Let's crush this. We have like two more scenes. So. So next, uh, quick tie scene, last one. She goes home and after having her little sleepover, so cute. And she gets home. First of all, Simone and Sammy just kind of look at her like, oh, you want to come home now? It's like, how do you, yeah. as an adult, I mean, I guess I could sleep over at one of my friend's house. I'm an adult, quote unquote. I'm doing very bu bunny ears over my head. This you sleep every night? Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so uh, she tells Simone about the sleepwalking. It's very sweet. Simone, like, takes her in her hands and it's like we're gonna get you fixed and immediately ties like i need you to get the fuck out of the house i'm dangerous yeah like I, you guys are like i am scared i'm gonna hurt you get out and i yeah. i thought it was an amazing acting moment and i thought it was like it was the only way simone was gonna understand the severity without explaining the severity 
yeah, without being so- like last time this happened, my girlfriend got mauled by a wolf. No, I'm sure worse things have happened. That's it's been implied yeah. that way worse thing. When yeah, she yeah, had yeah. the conversation with Sean, is she's like, you know how bad it can get. That's and I'm what, thinking that doesn't that means way worse than Van. That's yeah. what I was thinking yeah. too, because she explicitly says, like, I will hurt you. She didn't necessarily hurt Van, at least that we saw. Like she just swiped the thing, climbed up in a tree, and kind of hid more. She so. could have hurt somebody. But yeah, that's what yeah. my first thought was okay, we are gonna definitely get more sleepwalking scenes that are gonna be worse than what Van had to go through. Yeah. And the sleepwalking, we're all in agreement, is tied to the possession, like whatever she's got going I think on so. with the She writes it off as PTS or like trauma based yeah. yeah yeah which it could is sure. also a real thing but like okay, trauma based sleepwalking does not entail shoveling yeah. dirt into your mouth <laughs> and like walking on all fours like a demon spawn yeah so you're right. like, <laughs> you know yeah she asked them to go to the moms for a while you would have to just kind of assume they do right it's it's the safest thing to do I looked straight to Alex and I said, you also need to go to your mom's <laughs> dumb joke. I did it anyway. So here's the thing. We end the episode. Shauna goes into the closet. Glitter all over the floor. Just where Javi was. Enter slash, Javi. Slash Adam. Well, she looked at the safe for the diaries, too. And, and the diaries are missing. Yeah. See, like, but but that's sketchy because how would anyone know the safe code? Yep, am I? So that's true. But how would he? I feel. I feel like those diaries are specific to Shauna. Perfect crime. Uh, this is me just pulling shit out of my ass. But I'm thinking maybe in the diary way back in the day, Shauna makes like in her diary she notes like something about her favorite numbers, like something. <laughs> She's special like, she knows my future safe code. <laughs> yeah, something. But like maybe it's her birthday. Something as easy as that. But like, okay. if Javi did go through her stuff and he was didn't, for a little bit, yeah, and then maybe did actually He's get like, into the diary kept that information with him for so long and uh, again it is definitely sketchy like that it was a save yeah so he, he she marches right up to the door and says who the fuck are you and mm-hmm. then uh close scene we that was are gr- in and then you, nine and ten and baby. then you go to laura lee but either way that was sure, a great way to sure. end 2021 and that's what i was saying great year wink back to to when next podcast when we're talking about it but the, i was so happy it cut off right there yeah and didn't go further because yep. oh, oh. nine and ten are gonna burn the house down yep. and i and again so everyone this is our first uh of this specific yellow jackets where we're in person so if the vibes are just like immaculate you know why we are staring at each other we're drinking some drinks it's good times dave i just they've been alluding to a, for a while now that nine ten are gonna blow our minds i just like how can you, relative to what we've seen already, say like nine and ten are so much more so, mind boggling? Let me just say, like, I don't want to set you up for like any type of failure because the, the episodes are great. But like we said, meat on the bone at the end of ten, you're going to be like, there is so much more we need to know. Like, don't you don't I think all it. your dreams are going to be solved by the right. end of I hate it, but I love it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. On top of that, I will say like three of my top five favorite moments from this show have yet to happen sure. oh man and that's a lot of moments yeah it's a so, good time okay. so let's do it yeah let's first. before we can sign out whatever let's do our whole round the clock antler queen guesses from both you top three from both you and then this is going to be your final chance to also guess person in the pit so starting with dave antler queen lottie lottie and no no you don't have to dive into it if nothing's really changed yeah, yeah. for you and yeah, I think my my characters would probably be the same. Let's see if I'm still consistent. So Go number ahead. one, Go old Shauna. Um, number two. Oh wait, sorry. Number one, old Misty. What am I crazy? Not consistent. Okay, no. yeah, okay. so old old Misty. Misty. It was a not so great two episodes for old Shauna, but I'm still 
I still just again I, this might be my crush coming into play here, but I'm definitely gonna I'll probably put old Sean at number two. Okay. Hefe continues to stay. Hefe. Hefe. Did you remember that you had him in there? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That's a huge moment. Yeah, yeah true. Fun. That was one of the best when he stood he literally like stood up. Hefe, <laughs> he's not moving. He hasn't had any reasons to move him out. Hopefully you don't remember. I don't know if you do though. Adult Misty is still number one. I'm gonna say Lottie, young Lottie, but the only Lottie we know. Okay. And then I'm gonna say you know that's that's Lottie's first appearance in the top three the whole season. Yeah, it is. Which I love to hear. I I'm debating between young Misty and young Ty, but Ty I kind of blame her for Van's current situation, so I think that's enough to kick her out of the top three. Give me young Misty. Okay. I'm just a Misty stan. So you, so, so Dave had his same exact top three ordering, and B-Tom's the older Misty as his one, and switched out old Shauna, or sorry, switched out old Shauna and young Ty for young Lottie and young Misty. I'm shocked yep. that a young Jackie didn't make it in, just because she had such a good two episodes. She I did, she's, she's proven to not be... A top three character. Sure. And B Tom guess for Antler Queen Lottie. Lottie. Okay. Yeah. And now we didn't do this last episode, but we did it two podcasts ago. Who is your final guess for person in the pit? Uh we'll just go with Mari. I'm gonna because it's obviously not gonna be uh Javi. I had that wild assumption that you know Javi's Did you guess that it was gonna be he did. He well, said, said he was gonna his hair was gonna grow yes, longer. Yes, that's literally what I said. My hair his hair was gonna grow longer. Um he's gonna get taller, but that just completely that was also after episode four, so we'll give him okay. give him a break there. B Toms, who was yeah, the person I've with the next thinking... because Jackie had it this episode, right? The the gave yeah. It back. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was thinking about switching to Mari, but I'm going to stick with Jackie. Yeah. Is there a world was, where Mari was, has the necklace? Is there a world where Mari's the antler queen? About, but that like, was the it's, same with Javi, too, because Shauna and him were having that moment. I was like, oh, she's going to totally gift him the necklace. It's going to be him. But Tom's it's wearing that heart necklace? I'm laughing. No, he would. I'm just like, is there a world where anybody besides Jackie is wearing the necklace now? Like, who would she give it to? Mm-hmm. Ty. Shauna. Oh, Jackie has it. Sorry, Shauna sorry. Jackie, Jackie currently has it. She's not giving it back to Shauna. Yeah. You're All so right. This, this is the best. And by next episode, I'm so pumped because when we come back for season two, we the theories are going to be out of control. Like, no holds bar. The four of yep. us just being wild, tinfoil. Some dumb shit. Don't just be prepared for a very long podcast recording from us. Like, this might be a two hour guy. <laughs> Because oh, yes, for the finale, but it'll be nice because it's one episode for per pod for season two, so we yes. can really like you know get into theories oh, yeah. and get yeah. you know. Yeah, we might fuck around for six hours if you guys are willing to listen. If to you it. can't tell, we <laughs> love covering Yellow Jackets. These ones go longer than some of our other ones, but it's worth it. Um, but yeah, so we're coming back with nine and ten next Monday. We're dropping these on Mondays. Um, when we come back, I'm, they're airing on Sunday night, so we'll, it'll probably be a different day per week, but we'll, we'll nail down a, a day per week, but yep. If, uh, you like what you heard, give Vinch on TV a like, a follow or subscribe on everything. Apple TV. No, not Apple TV. <laughs> Apple podcast. <laughs> I've got a couple white calls. We have a show coming out. Yeah, if you can figure it out, do it. We Subscribe to show on Apple TV called Bingetown TV. Uh, no, but we are on Apple, Spotify, anywhere you listen. Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, hit subscribe on everything. 
We're having a good time. We love it here. Go listen to our Last of Us coverage because the boys are crushing it on that. And go listen to anything else you like. That's sci-fi. I'm sure we've covered it if it's cool. If it's cool, we've got it. <laughs> we are Bingetown TV. And fuck you, Laura Lee. Stole the words right out of my mouth. It was going to be fuck you, Laura. I was actually going to say we love you, Laura Lee. We do love you. R.I.P. the girl. R.I.P. Go birds! Go, birds. Go fucking birds. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.